there. Welcome into the latest edition of the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show on 104.3 The Fan HD3 as we continue our run through the Denver Pioneers Athletic Department. It is uh, nearly the end of fall sports season and the start of winter sports season at DU and uh, getting a chance to talk about some of our uh, Pioneer teams that are getting their seasons underway here in October and toward the start of November. Uh, this week's episode, as always, of the Pioneer Coaches Show presented by Johnson Financial Group from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios. My name is Tyler Mon, and today it is the inaugural 2023-24 edition of the Dosha and Tyler Show as we are joined by Pioneers head basketball coach Dosha Woods. Uh, Dosha, your team getting set for this 2023-24 season. Uh, but I have to ask you the question that everyone is dying to know based on uh, their social media presence and everything as of late. How is the golf game and when are you going pro? You know, the golf game, I'm t- no one believes me, but fun fact, I really feel like I'm related to Tiger Woods. His dad <laughs> is from Kansas. <laughs> My grandfather, yeah. yeah, so to trace it back, like Parsons, Manhattan, um, but no, I'm going to stick to basketball, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to Nico, he got like one kind of like just decent drive, I didn't whip it, um, but if you need me in a scramble, I probably could hit the ball, if you need me in a short game, I am not your person. Okay, not- that's fair, um, I'm bad at all of it, so you're you're a step, you're very much a step or several ahead of me. Uh, and please don't invite with, uh, I don't, if you ever need somebody to help out with a Denver women's basketball scramble or an event of some kind, I'm going to be, don't put me on your team. I'm going to, okay, we'll ask you to do the radio then. We'll okay, ask deal. You that, that sounds perfect for me. <laughs> you can be the uh, MC. <laughs> Well, Dosha, let's get into this. We are, uh, we're just a couple of weeks away now from getting this thing started for this 2023-24 basketball season. Um, You will kick things off uh, same day as the men. Men's team will be on the road. You guys will be on the road, but you'll be a little bit closer to home. You're traveling to Air Force for game number one. Um, And just getting this group in together, let's start there. What uh, has the offseason been like, you know, bringing in obviously new talent as it is every year in college basketball, bringing back some really important contributors from last year. Uh, Tell us about building this roster for 2023-24. You know, I feel fortunate. We have nine players returning, and it's really made things accelerate to the point that I have to keep going back and looking at last year at this time or two years ago at this time because I'm looking at the practice plan. I'm like, should should we be doing this right now? Should we be somewhere else? But it definitely is a benefit. I, I think last year, you know, some of our struggles in terms of just having such a young team, I said often we can teach a lot, but we can't teach experience, but that's what that gave them. Um, so it's made both the off season, both the spring and the summer and preseason uh, just fly by in ways I honestly didn't anticipate. I, mean, I think our returners have done a great job of leading our, our, we have five, five new people, three freshmen, a transfer, then a grad student. And it, it really has been one of those uh, to watch them gel and mesh together um, to work on some skill things uh, in the spring and then to kind of put some things together five on five uh, in the summer. So I'm really excited just to, to see this group on the floor. Um, this will also be the fourth year in a row um, that we've opened with Air Force. So I don't know if that's just a staple now since I've been here. It's been like the opener, whether they're at their place or they're at our place. But the fourth year in a row is so obviously with a very familiar opponent. But um, I, I feel fortunate to be in a position that we have so many people returning. And, you know, I, I think you're going to be surprised when you see some of them step on the floor because the work that they put in, it's clear. That game uh, to open the season last year, I know was a frustrating one. It's a 67-63 loss. And I think you all felt like, 
you uh if you could press the reset button and play that game over i think you would have felt like you had a better uh, effort to put out there um being able to come in and go against air force in the opener again knowing how it went last year in the opener especially with having nine returning players what is the mood uh going into game number one and getting another crack at at the falcons well, you know, you know, last year at this time, again, playing playing Air Force, we had five, uh, you know, other than Kay returning as a starter, we had four people who had never really played for us, so two freshmen in a starting lineup. And I think, you know, uh, Emma went on to have a, a great freshman year, and JoJo was starting off that way until she got injured. And, you know, I think when we talk about conference play, I'm excited for JoJo in terms of conference because some league didn't really see JoJo um, just in terms of how she played non-conference. So I think you know, the way that it, the way that it ended with it, we were able to compete again, like I said, to not have that experience and for them to kind of get it live um, in that moment. I'm excited about um, our potential. Obviously I'm very familiar with how they're going to play, but I like what we have. And I like the confidence that we've been able to play with um, because last year it gave us a chance to, to gain that, not just offensively, but then defensively too. And I think that's been one of the biggest change changes in this team is a pride defensively what they want to take in the ball. Cause you know us, we're still going to shoot 33s a game. We're still going to shoot 30 youth shots a game. Um, but the defensive side is one that we really try to hone in and, and clean up. And I'm excited to see what our new tweaks look like on the floor. How much you touch on this a little bit ago, but how much uh, further along at this stage do you feel than where you were last year having nine returning players? It feels like it's such a rarity in college sports. I mean, especially in basketball to have nine players coming back now in 2023 is a, it means you're doing something right as a staff that people want to stick around, but B it's also just got to be such an asset for you guys to know that you're not going to have to break everything down to that granular elementary level to build people up in learning the system from the ground up, except for a handful of newcomers. What does that do for you as a staff? You know, it really has given us a lot of confidence uh, in terms of the cleanups and things offensively. You know, Coach uh, Dub still is our offensive coordinator as it relates to our motion offense, and she spent a ton of time this summer really just trying to tweak it and cleaning it up a bit. And so it's funny because when we all got together on the court, uh, though, though we tweaked it, we spent a lot of time diving into what really makes sense for us. They were able to pick it up because a lot of the concepts were still the same and, and the same on the other side of the ball. So I think it's really given us a chance and a lot of confidence to um, accelerate, you know, looking at last year, two years ago, um, I think we maybe had like one or two defensive options in now. I think we're already at five and we'll add one more tomorrow. Um, so I, it really has given us a chance to uh, let's try this right? There's some things that I've been wanting to try, but you're hesitant because how long is it going to take to teach? Are they going to be able to pick it up? So having nine returners, you're able both sides of the ball to let's just see if this, we're going to be able to pick this up. And, you know, we had a mini fall break. We just got off three days and had practice this morning. And I thought they were phenomenal. Just typically after a day off, they're like, eh, after two days off. So after three days off, I was ready and look at me anticipating for the wrong reasons because they impressed me. But a lot of it is just the mental side that they're able to kind of fight through and be able to um, help each other through. And to credit to our nine returners, I think what they've done a great job of is helping our new people, uh, my coaching style, things that are important, things that they can save their energy for. And so areas like that, we're able to um, really push them and challenge them in different ways. And then they're also challenging us too, because they are grasping things a lot quicker than, than they have in the past. When you uh, have a group that sort of knows what they are in for, 
uh, some of the people that you look to most obviously are are your leaders uh, in terms of what they've done on the floor. And you've get you've got two selections uh, to the Summit League preseason second team, Michaela Manette, who's back for her fifth year, uh, and Emma Smith now in her sophomore season. Tell me about those two and the the points of growth you saw for them last year, especially you know you had a roller coaster season, but you finished right there in the middle of the pack in the Summit League at eight and ten in conference play. Um, had some really really good stretches late in the year uh, to be able to have two players who retired turn after having taken such big steps last year what did you like out of Michaela and Emma most last season you know I thought one thing Kay did towards um the, the end especially against conference plays did a great job of really just owning the paint for us you know her being selected uh, last year's Summer League Defensive Player of the Year I thought she did a great job of finishing plays contesting shots or altering shots um she had knee surgery both in offseason last year and offseason this year. So for her to be able to kind of get her mobility back, to be 6'3", that athletic, um, to be able to have the confidence to go get rebounds and pushbacks so, or putbacks, I'm excited for her. Um, to, I wouldn't say necessarily to repeat, but for her to just kind of repeat that performance in terms of cleaning up the paint for us, being a, a big presence as she was. Like I said, last year there was multiple games where if she didn't block the shot, she was altering the shot. Um, you talk about Emma, I think for her to, to be a true freshman last year and to have the type of year where she led us in minutes played, um, scoring, obviously, in, in, in a situation where she was unsure if she was going to play at the next level. And I think one thing that she does extremely well, she comes in and she competes. She competes, she competes, and her offseason has really been phenomenal of the different um, levels that she's added to her game. She has a level of versatility. And one other credit I'll give her, um, you know, a, a lot of credit for one other area I'll give her a lot of credit for is just her leadership. You know, she's one that, you know, the harder you work, the harder it is to surrender. And I tell them all the time, you know, our leadership structure is just, uh, you know, you kind of get what you earn. But if you're coming in every day doing what's asked, then that's confidence to speak. And she's been one um, holding her teammates accountable, holding herself accountable. Um, I think it's no secret what she wants to do while she's here. And she's made that clear not only to myself, but her teammates as well. And so I'm really excited for her year two. I think it's it's one that um, she'll help us continue to elevate on the court, um, but she'll definitely elevate her her teammates as well. You are sort of in the the entry phase of this season now, these last like three weeks before tip off. And uh, you are through the, you know, the opening part of the roller coaster of everybody getting back on campus and getting into class. Now you're settled into a preseason preparation mode and you're still a few weeks out uh, from the season opener. This feels like it's got to be uh, a f really fun time of the year. I, I know it all comes with its own stress, but what is the energy like for you uh, and for your team knowing that, you know, you got a few weeks to, to get everything put in place. And this is really the time of the year where you just get to focus on that. You know, we're excited. You know, we have a couple of closed scrimmages um, that will compete and kind of just test out these tweaks that we've made, um, you know, within our program. But, you know, we're excited. And, and to be honest with you, having the downside of having so many returners, um, it's like you're ready to play now because it's like some of the drills, I know what's coming in. Um, you know, as I had to remind him today that we can't get bored with the little things, little things win games and little things lose games. And we have to be able to to, to mentally be able to fight through those moments. But, uh, you know, be honest with you, Tyler, we are ready to play a game. We are ready to play because I think they have really embraced a lot of changes and, and tweaks that we've made offensively and defensively. And now you're like, you want to see, OK, is it going to work? 
right? Does it, is it going to work and let's compete against somebody else? But um, we, we've been treating this week like it's game week, you know, game week. It's game week. We get to compete against somebody else. And so our mindset and our prep is that as such. So um, November can't get here fast enough because they want to play, right? It's all the prep time leading up to the game time. Um, I'm excited to put this group on the floor. Team 26 um, is what we we kind of call ourselves in terms of the 26 Division One program here at DU in terms of women's basketball. So I'm excited, but I wouldn't say they're over practice, but they're really ready to compete against somebody else. <laughs> That's how it always seems to get, yeah. especially like you get into that final two, three week window and it's like, all right, let's, let's right. It's like, okay, now when's the game, you know, they do the little <laughs> right. countdown graphics. You got the countdown graphics and they're sitting there like waiting for their, not bet you they're all like, waiting oh, for Layla's number. Still? Yeah. Right. <laughs> look, look, Layla, Layla McLeod's one of our transfers. She's number one. So when that one pops up, then exactly. Get really excited. Then like, you know what? you're close. <laughs> All right, Doja, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the schedule, this team, what you got coming up here in 2023-24 after the break. We'll step aside for a brief timeout. It's the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show, talking Pioneer Women's Hoops, presented by Johnson Financial Group from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios. Back in a minute on 104.3 The Fan HD3. Denver Gymnastics season tickets are the best value in town, and the entertainment is priceless. And a stuck landing. That it was a beautiful routine. I don't know where the judges are going to take any deductions on that. Learn more about DU Gymnastics offerings at denverpioneers.com or social media outlets. Sunday Fun in Magnus Arena, Denver's home of college sports. Yeah, so picture perfect. Is that the sound of an ooey gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Now Rizzo in the slot, fires, Ready for some DU hockey? The Pios hit the home ice Friday, October 27th and Saturday, October 28th for DU Homecoming 2023. Get your tickets early to all the homecoming festivities. Visit DenverPioneers.com. Drops it, shot, Divine, score! DU is Denver's home of college sports. It's championship hockey time. Back inside on 104.3, the fan HD3, the Front Range Toyota Store Studios presented by Johnson Financial Group, continuing along in the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show with Denver women's basketball head coach Dosha Woods as uh, the season opener coming up for the Pioneers. A little ways down I-25 at the Air Force Academy on November 6th. Uh, Dosha, before we talk about um, a little bit more of this schedule uh, and and some of your newcomers, you are uh, doing Long Ball Elite again in 2023-24, the Long Ball Elite Fund raiser uh, which allowed fans to donate any dollar amount per made three-pointer for a team in each season last year you raised over seventy five hundred dollars through long ball lead tell us about uh the program and getting a chance to do this again you know again we are going to shoot the ball we're going to shoot the ball it's really we try to identify that in the recruiting process uh, can she shoot or, or can we teach her to shoot but um, no, I think Long Ball Elite has been great for us. It's been a great way for our fans to kind of just follow along. And and then obviously, as you, as you mentioned, uh, to help, you know, fundraise for our program as well. Last year, we made 253 threes. And this year, speaking to um, 
trapper. You can play monthly. Last year was just at the end. And I think some people didn't realize um, how many threes we actually shot. So we're going to shoot the ball. It's 253 last year. Now, again, we didn't make everyone we shot. So you do some basic math um, that way. But it's it's our goal to get up 33s a game and, and ideally make about 40% of those. Um, but no, everybody, whether it's 25 cents a dollar, would love you guys to participate and really just follow along. As I said, post game is always fun to see just, you know, that did we reach our goal today just in terms of shooting 40% um, as a team. And I think we, we have, we have a lot more versatility this year, just in terms of shooters. So, um, you know, if you're nervous about picking a dollar amount, just start, start with a quarter. We'll be happy with that. The other thing too, coming into this season is it feels like you've got more versatility in terms of your health. I know over the last few years, you've had players that have, you know, been going into the start of seasons already with injuries. Uh, and that's something that everybody deals with across the the spectrum of, of college sports, but to know that you're going in with, I mean, a pretty fully complemented roster. Um, how, how does that feel for you? Uh, and again, we're still three weeks out. Obviously things can change, but I would think this has got to be of your four years in Denver. You've got to be as confident with this group. I would think as you have been at any point uh, throughout your time here. Uh, absolutely. I think that the, the health is, is a huge piece. Like I said, I, I tell the team often, I, I like the pieces that we have, but if we're not taking care of our bodies, then that's what we're just going to be is, is pieces. So to to have a healthy roster as we're getting closer to game day, I'm really excited. I think my previous years um, honestly had point guards, you know, um, not be full speed or, or, or be out for the season. So in such a crucial uh, position, especially with how we play. So I'm excited just about the health that we have, but then also credit to um, a lot of our players and just the, the versatility that they're able to play. It's not like uh, one dimensional, you know, now, now people can, you know, shoot the ball a little bit more consistently, can finish at the rim um, and then add in that defensive piece. So it is nice to have a full healthy roster, um, knock on wood, uh, going going into the season. And it's one I, I'm going to have to get adjusted to because I'm used to looking down and, oh, she's not available or she's limited or she's that. So um, we're all going to be learning together, but I, I'm excited about just having healthy bodies. All right. We talked about your returners. Uh, let's hear about your newcomers and what you like most about the the interesting thing across the college sports landscape. You know, it used to be in your playing days and uh, in a previous era of college athletics, it was all right. The newcomers are the freshmen and maybe a couple transfers here and there. But now it's all over the map uh, and you get to bring in veteran players. You get to bring in contributors at different stages of their careers. But tell us about the new group this year. Yeah, we have five. We have five new players. And, you know, I say we have five new players. And then we had a couple players uh, last year, you know, Jocelyn Wyatt redshirted last year. And then um, so did Shear um, as well. So both of them redshirted and added them with our five new people, three freshmen. Um, you know, and really, I think you know, freshmen are always fun just because uh, they don't know what they don't know. And to come and just have to learn a new system, new intensity, things like that. Um, you know, Reagan uh, Paul from Wisconsin, uh, in part of how she got here on our roster is just AU-wise, they play very similar. So we're excited about her. Just, um, again, her ability to pass, be able to shot the ball, um, and, and really be a, a vocal kind of uh, rack or point guard out there for us. And then Emory Doby and um, Lay Brown, Alasia Brown, um, you know, two guards. Uh, Emory is from Kansas, and then um, Lay is from Texas, just to give us some bigger size and athleticism. So I'm excited about their what they can add to us offensively. Um, but honestly, defensively is probably where they could help us the most because we have so many weapons coming from last year. And then Layla McLeod is one that we recruited in the, in the initial process at a high school. And, and that's the benefit of, you know, 
having good relationships, people are going to go places that may or may not work out. And my idea with the portal is, um, you know, if it's somebody that we had a relationship with, I, I will get excited about. And we have one more year, the kind of grad transfer year. So um, that, you know, you can go in there and see what you find. And Lauren was the one who I'm really excited about her. I think she's our ideal type of post players um, in the system that we like to play. She can stretch it, um, can can defend, uh, hopefully without fouling, and, and be able to get up and run the floor. So I'm excited about those five new additions. And and I would also say just in terms of some of our returners, you know, Emily Council has had a phenomenal uh, summer and preseason. And for her to be our, well, my first four-year player, um, she's the only one on the roster who's been here the same amount of time and just to kind of see where she from, where how far she's come from her freshman year to now she's starting her senior year. I'm excited about her and just her consistency that she's been, been able to bring. And then, you know, JoJo was one that I spoke highly of last year and, you know, just spent, spent her freshman year adjusting to all of it, right? Adjusting to all of it. And um, she really had a, a mind flip this summer and uh, turn her turn her mind on the type of player she wants to be wants to be, and she's shown that uh, from day one. So I, I feel like her really that sophomore class honestly is one when we recruited them saying that we want we want the legacy of the U women's basketball to change, and it's going to start with that group with that group. And I think they all kind of work and compete in that way. Uh, but I'm excited about this team. It, it's nice to have. A, it's nice to have a group out there that um, can play how we want them to play, but then also have the experience and can do some of those things that we don't have to sit there, stop, teach, stop, teach. Just, you, we can hit the ground running. You came in at the weirdest time, you know, and we've talked about this a lot, uh, you and I, with being hired in the COVID year, uh, you know, you got to coach your first season with no fans in the building. You're doing the the back-to-backs. Um, you know what's playing. funny about that is someone asked me, someone asked me, what side do you want your bench on? And because of COVID, we actually sit, we sat opposite, right? We yeah, right. So I'm like, I don't know how it's supposed to be set up. Right. That's the I, thing. I don't, I don't know. That first that. year you got, you had no normalcy that first year and, you know, and playing in Hamilton versus playing in Magnus as it had been done uh, prior to the, the pandemic and everything. I mean, you had among coaches in college sports, hires for 2020 had the weirdest experiences um, for you now being three full seasons in um, having a group that you're really excited about in 2023, 24, what about the summit league stands out and how you want to continue to adapt and learn and grow um, and make that push. You finished fifth in the conference last year to continue making that climb. What sticks out from your first few years as, all right, these are the things we need to get our, our finger down on to make sure that we're uh, competitive with the best teams in this league. You know, I think we try to address that, just trying to get in some size. I honestly didn't realize how, you know, just big the summer league was. You know, there's size. People often think like, oh, you're a mid-major conference, but there's size in, in various positions. And when I say size, I'm not talking, you know, we don't have a lot of, um, you know, own the pain and just pounding inside type of teams, but size in like the guard spot. So that was something. And then the versatility in the guard spot that I knew we had to we had we had to figure it out somehow. Uh, couldn't be in a position where we're putting people out on the floor who who were one dimensional. You have to be able to at least do two to three two to three things. Are you can you shoot? Are you a good passer? Can you be a good defender? Um, can can you be a good ball handler? Like looking for those type of things. So and that's why I'm excited about this group that that we have together because we had a chance to do that. You mentioned COVID and it's challenging times. You know the first class, which is uh, Mary Wilson and Jocelyn for us. 
Um, first time I met them in person was when they came for summer school. You know, that was all just done via Zoom, um, via video and things like that. So to have a class and and that's why I speak of that sophomore class that we have now. That was really the first class we had the opportunity to go out and recruit normally um, to, to do a home visit, a school visit, things like that. So I'm excited about um, our ability. I know it's been a little um, you know, slower than normal, but I really appreciate just many, I appreciate the patience of the administration to like, let me take my time and build it in a way that makes sense for me. Um, not only has the team changed, but I'm not the same coach I was when I got here. Um, I had to learn who I wanted to be because, you know, I go back and watch some games in that first year. I'm like, what in the hot mess was I doing? You know, I'm just out there. So I, I think, you know, the growth that I've also had um, as a coach and, and the confidence I've been able to gain. And a lot of that happened because of COVID that I was put in challenging situations that I had, I had, to, you know, as we'll tell our freshmen, you got to grow up fast. You know, last year they grew up fast because we're starting two freshmen. I had to grow up fast, you know, being a head coach and, and having some, some challenges. So I'm excited, you know, for year four, just the growth all the way around. But I know I'm not the same coach I was in that first year. Um, and I know, I know I've grown a lot. And I'm excited to, to show that as well. Well, and the the growth is there in terms of progression. I mean, you had five conference wins your first two seasons. You make a three-win jump last year to eight conference wins. Um, we're going to get a chance to talk throughout the season this year, which I'm excited about, but uh, probably not before your first game. And uh, it's it's coming up so fast. You get your first two on the road, technically, but four of your first five are in the state of Colorado. Uh, and you got a three-game homestand after the Air Force and then at North Alabama games. Let's just go through that first five-game slate uh, before you hit the road to California for a couple games uh, at the end of November, beginning of December. What do you want to see that first handful of games from your team? What are the biggest indicators of, all right, these, uh, these players are getting it. What do you want that progression to look like? You know, well, first I wanted to look like we have nine people returning, right? To to have some of your your production, you know, from last year. When you think this current sophomore class again, I remember telling them, "There's there's just a, throw your hands up, everything's on the table, right?" Because we didn't have much returning. Now again, you still have to to earn it year to year. But I'm really looking for some consistency from our players that have been. You know, uh, Emma Smith has been super consistent. Um, you know, JoJo Jones has been consistent. Emily Council. Um, and 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 Lauren to make that adjustment and Kay to be able to rebound. But those first five games, I'm looking for us to look like um, we can have a tempo, finally play fast. It's funny because I said, I want to play fast. I want to play free and have fun. And when I talk about the growth that I've had, we were playing fast, but I don't even know what we were doing half the time. Like, can we bring the basketball? Can we can we get the basketball up here too? We're just running. So to be able to clean up some of those things offensively, and then I'm really excited just defense on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Coach Miles and I handled that, and we've made some tweaks that area. And it's been in it's been one honestly that we've struggled with since I've been here, which is weird because when I played, I was like a defensive heavy player. Now I'm like. Oh, I'm putting out. I'm putting a team on the floor that can't defend. So I really tried to clean that up and um, dissect our, our ourselves defensively. But defensively is one that I really want to be able to see. You know, am I have to scrap everything after five games, or am I on the right track with some of these tweaks that we made defensively? Um, and then offensively. Again, we, we split up a lot of our coaching duties um, this year. As I mentioned, uh, Coach Dubs handles our emotional offense. She's our uh, coordinator for that. 
And then um, Coach Den does our daily deposits, which is just a lot of our skill work, skill development, player development type work. Um, Coach Miles, in terms of like our transition drills, getting up, making sure we're running. And then obviously defensively is where I spend a lot of my time. So to be able to split the staff up that way, we have these areas of concentrations um, and focuses. But defensively is an area because you look at some of our games last year. Um, you know, obviously some of them were lopsided, but a lot of them came down to two to three possessions and, and where can we, um, you know, maximize those two to three possessions so they don't come back to haunt us. And that's why I'll be looking up early on. And a lot of that starts on a defensive side of the ball and hopefully the new tweaks. So we'll see. I don't know. I'll find out Sunday. So I have to shoot you a text and let you know how it goes. Absolutely. Please do. Uh, and regular season action gets started November 6th. Hit the road down to Colorado Springs uh, and cheer on the Pioneers. Five o'clock tip time for that game on Monday, November 6th. Then at North Alabama four days later. Uh, and then back home, Pioneers, their first home game at Hamilton Gymnasium against Wyoming coming up on November 14th. She is Pioneer head basketball coach, Dosha Woods. Dosha, it's so good to see you. Um, we'll be down there uh, checking out games. Uh, soon enough and and can't wait to talk again on the show yes well thank you for having me the first one in the books this year and finally finally in the books i know you have like a little head coaches show you got to get us all in there but I, we still need our own name um, i know yeah we it, we gotta come up with our own specific branding and then someday we just gotta do like a round table we gotta do like a everybody on the coaches show we'll just add, yeah we'll have like 18 me? coaches it sounds like it wouldn't be confusing at all in an audio format not at all 18 coaches I, you know we were at some <laughs> league meetings talking about it and someone said well how are you how is this summer league around your conference i said we have five conferences and no one believed me i said we were in five different conferences so we have a lot going on. So then you want to bring our five conferences and 18 coaches. And you you had the call for backup. You might have to get Nico or somebody to come and help you. I don't know. If come help out. College sports. Yeah. In a very, it's a very odd time. Yeah, so, so I appreciate you giving us all our one-on-one time. Maybe Thanks, Doja. It's been, it's been a bunch of fun already. And we'll do it again coming up uh, next month. Yeah, so well, thank you. Wrapping up this week's episode of the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show. We'll talk to you next time on 104.3 The Fan HD3. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Seven seconds to go. Toko Tynamo screens for him. Tommy down the lane. Right-handed layup. Good. And at halftime, it is a 19-point lead. Denver basketball will hit the hardwood in early November. Reserve your season tickets in Hamilton Gym to cheer on your DU Pioneers. Tickets start at only $59 for the season. Visit denverpioneers.com to learn more. Denver's home of college sports. Let's go, DU. Ian Smith looking for Ofenrin, connects with Ofenrin, and Ofenrin connects with the back of the net. Omaha visits DU Men's Soccer for a midweek showdown in the Mile High City. Game time is at 7 p.m. DU soccer tickets start at only $15 and group discounts are available. The University of Denver, Denver's home of college sports. Let's go, DU soccer. Let's go, Denver.